Hey, how's it going, everyone? This is episode 35 of the Knighton Runs podcast, and this is Coach Chris Knighton. I wanted to talk to you a little bit today about strength training for marathoners and why it's actually more important than I originally gave it credit for. When I first got into running, I really didn't do much strength training at all. And even when I first started coaching athletes, I would assign a bit, but didn't put too much weight on it. And I've really changed my tune on this over the years. I feel like when I got into running, I had a lot of inherent strength already within me. And it allowed me to run, train, increase my mileage, bring intensity into my workouts. And honestly, I never really did get injured. To this day, I've never had a running injury that's really taken me out for any more than a, a day or two of just, you know, being cautious and taking it easy, which I think I'm really lucky for. But I know a lot of people who have not been so lucky, and I've had to take a week, a month, in some cases even half a year off of running because of injuries that they developed in the course of training. And I think that injuries primarily come from athletes doing too much too soon and pushing through things that they should probably be cautious about. Though sometimes injuries just happen without warning. I do think that is the exception and not the norm. But strength training plays a very important role in your running program. It's never going to replace running itself. And I think that that is one of the biggest misconceptions about strength training. People who are big proponents of strength training for runners will say that you need to be lifting heavy, going to the gym, spending a lot of time on it. And I don't really think that is true, but I do think you need to be intentional with how you incorporate strength training into your program. And I do think you need to do it regularly for it to work and for it to actually be worth your time. So what's, what's the point? Why even bother? How come I didn't do it so much in the past, but now I always recommend it to my athletes as either an every other day thing or even a daily thing? And that's because strength training primarily is meant to strengthen your body, to allow you to run more. More miles, more intensity, the whole point is to let you run more and reduce your risk of developing an injury. That's the point. It doesn't replace running. It's purely supplemental. So how do you do that, though? And when should you do it? 
So I've actually created a number of different guides that I share with the athletes I coach, and you can actually get a free copy of my strength training guide for runners. If you sign up for my newsletter, it's at nightandruns.com slash newsletter, put in your name and email, and I'll email it right over to you. And in that guide, I have three different routines, all body weight exercises. And these are the types of things that I think you need to be doing either every other day and spending, say, 15 to 30 minutes at a time doing it, or honestly doing this kind of bodyweight exercise work pretty much every day. And if you do it every day, you can get away with maybe just five minutes at a time or 10 minutes at a time. So whatever's easier for you to do shorter sessions more often or to do longer sessions less often, I don't think it really matters as long as you're doing something. So you should be doing strength training exercises after your run is complete for the day. Go out and run. Do your 20 minutes, 45 minutes, 60 minutes, whatever. And then before you change out of your running clothes, before you shower, while your body's still warm, do your five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes of strength. End your day with that. These are going to be exercises like planks, push-ups, squats, calf raises, leg lifts, things that are going to strengthen your upper body, your core, your hips, your lower legs, your feet. All things that by making stronger, you'll be able to reduce the risk of the injuries you may develop through running, allow you to run more. And by having a strong body during harder workouts and at the end of races, you'll be able to better hold your form together and you won't lose the running efficiency so quickly that you, that you see the end of a workout or the end of a race where someone's posture is just really failing. A lot of times that's due to lack of core strength, for example. There's a lot of different ways that you can go about doing this stuff and you don't have to just do the routines that I shared. You can make your own routines. You can find ways that are fun for you or easier for you to get your strength in. For a lot of runners, they're not as into this sort of stuff at first. They like to run, but they don't really care about doing strength exercises, gym stuff, you know. A couple different ways I've found to make it easier is if it's a nice day, you can just get your strength work done outside before you come in for the day. Maybe there's a park near your house where you can kind of end your run there, do your strength routine in the park, and then come home. Maybe you live in a place that has one of those outdoor uh, bodyweight gyms or like a playground with monkey bars, and you can go and do like pull-ups and 
rows and things like that there. Maybe if you're out on your run, you're listening to music or podcasts, something like that, you know, you can kind of take your mind off of just <laughs> sitting there and doing the doing the exercises you need to do a little bit. There's all sorts of different ways to make it more fun and easier for you. And I think another way that I've had a bit of fun with this year is just making kind of some challenges for me as well in the strength training realm. So trying to increase the number of pull-ups that I can do, for example. Uh, at the beginning of this year, I could do like four. And after consistently doing them for a few weeks on end, I did five in a row for the first time, which was pretty cool. Some people, you know, maybe you can't even do one pull-up. So working up the strength so that you can do one pull-up could be a big motivating goal for you. Maybe trying to do like 20 push-ups in a row, for example, something like that. Or hold a plank for two whole minutes. With running, we set a lot of these goals based around times or mileage. And you can do the same thing with your strength. You don't need to be all in, you know, think of yourself as like a gym rat or a bodybuilder or whatever, but you can set little goals too with the strength and make it fun and, and make it something you want to do more than just like something you feel like you have to do. Coach Jay Johnson talks about the car analogy with runners. He says, one of the main things you need to do is build the engine within your car. That is your cardiovascular system, your heart, your lungs, your capillaries through your legs that bring the oxygen to your muscles so you can run fast. But in addition to building your engine, you need a strong enough chassis frame for your car to be able to handle the work you're going to put it through. Imagine if you had somebody like a professional cyclist who had an incredibly strong aerobic system, but they had never run really a day in their lives. What do you think would happen if you had them go do a 5k race all out? They could probably fly super, super fast for the first mile or two. You know, like they'd be able to run probably like a five minute mile or something. And their breathing would be fine, but their body would never have felt the impact of going so fast for so long that it would cause more than likely pretty serious damage to that athlete because their chassis wasn't strong enough to hold the engine that was within them. And that's why as marathoners, we need to work on building our chassis, our frame too. Marathoning is all about developing a very strong engine. One that can carry you for 26 miles at aerobic efforts, but as strong as strong of an aerobic effort as you can handle. But one of the biggest problems that marathoners come into 
is that feeling of your legs just going dead at mile 16 to 20. Hitting the wall can often be a loss of energy, but it can just as easily be sheer muscle failure from beating yourself up for so long. For running for two hours at a fast pace, and then your legs just being so sore, you can't even continue. Strength work, whether that's on the floor after your run, doing hill repeats, or whatever you want to do, it's going to make you stronger and more resilient to the breakdown that happens in marathon running when you get past that two-hour mark, past mile 16, 18, 20. It's also going to prevent you, hopefully, from getting hurt in training along the way because you're going to be building the body that you need to go run a fast 5K tune-up race or a fast 10K or a half marathon, doing hard workouts once or twice a week along the way. And little niggles that maybe you used to develop that would then turn into injuries. If you have a strong frame, hopefully they just stay as niggles and then they go away. Or maybe they don't even come up in the first place. So strength training is a lot more important than I originally gave it credit for. New athletes, especially if you come into this sport with decent strength already, can get away without strength training for a while. But I really think you should start incorporating it from day one in your training program. And whether it's every other day doing a longer session, 15, 20, 30 minutes, or pretty much every day after your run, doing a very short session, five minutes or so, maybe up to 10 minutes. You're going to be getting plenty of strength. You're going to be doing exactly what you need to stay strong, build the frame, the body, the chassis that you need to support your aerobic engine as you grow it. And the two will grow in tandem and allow you to become a faster, stronger, more confident runner. So that's it. That's why you need to be doing strength training. It's my thoughts on it now. It's changed a lot over the years, but I think it's more important than ever. I think it's a mistake to not include it. So do it. Find out, find out ways that it's easy for you to get it done and just get it done and enjoy it along the way. That's all I've got for today. Thanks for listening to the Night and Runs podcast. And if you enjoy this podcast, I'd love it if you could take a quick moment and leave a review on your listening platform of choice. It really goes a long way to let others know what this podcast is about, what you enjoy about it, and that you would recommend it to them. There's nothing more meaningful than personal referrals and connections. So if you enjoy this podcast, please take a moment, leave a review, and let somebody else know 
that you're finding value in this. Thanks so much. Hope you're having a great day, and I hope your running is going well. Bye.